Europe is going through another summer of record-breaking temperatures. The north is bracing for a week of extreme heat, while the south is already experiencing temperatures climbing to new highs. Hundreds have died from the effects of the extreme heat. Strong winds are fueling destructive wildfires across a number of nations. Several firefighters have been killed. It's burning in France, Spain, in Portugal, Italy, and in Greece. For a week, wildfires have raged across southern Europe. Several firefighters have died in the line of duty, and thousands of residents have had to flee their homes. It is an especially difficult summer. We are dealing with very considerable drought due to insufficient rainfall over the winter and spring, and especially dry months of May, and we now have particularly high temperatures. But there's another related threat sweeping the region, a heat wave that has already claimed hundreds of lives. Temperatures have reached the mid-40s for a week in some parts of southern Europe. And weather experts say it's moving north to a place that's never before experienced heat like this, the United Kingdom. Forecasters are predicting temperatures of 40 degrees in England, where few homes can cope with these conditions. Experts are warning that thousands could die. This is serious heat. Uh, that could actually ultimately end in, in people's death because it is so ferocious. And we're just not set up for that sort of heat in this country. But authorities say there are steps people can take to protect themselves. Drink plenty of water, stay out of the sun, and check on those at risk. We can now hear from Scott Duncan, a meteorologist in London. Hello, Scott. Even higher temperatures are expected next week in parts of Europe. Why is this happening? Indeed, as you've just seen from your footage there that we've had intense heat down in the southwestern parts of Europe, so mainly Spain and Portugal and also northwest Africa, but that is basically going to start lifting its way north over this weekend and into early next week. And there's a few factors behind it. As mentioned also in that report, it's been exceptionally dry, so the ground is very, very dry and very easy to burn. But that's also good for transporting the heat and then also maintaining its intensity all the way to places like northern France and even into places like northern England and all the way up to Scotland, for example. So we've got basically a perfect weather pattern for delivering this heat, but also the surface conditions are just primed to break those records. Mm. As we said, uh, even higher temperatures are expected in the coming days. Are the forest fires that are happening likely to continue through summer? Yeah, we do get wildfires quite regularly across the Mediterranean, especially throughout summer, but we've seen in a trend in increasing intensity and more kind of widespread nature of these fires, especially in the last few decades. Um, so yeah, places that experience these high temperatures are more likely to dry out. Vegetation is easier and faster to burn. It's not the heat that obviously triggers the fires themselves, but basically when we do get ignition, whether it's man-made or by natural causes, then it is something that will then burn faster and harder. And that's what we're seeing uh, across uh, not just the Mediterranean, but now spreading into places further north. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more wildfires, in, even on the British Isles, for example. Mm. Talking about spreading to places, are the record temperatures just hitting Europe or is it a worldwide issue? 
So this very intense heat episode for Western Europe is, is probably the most intense currently, but we've been seeing uh, several events throughout, not just this year, but the last few years in particular, we've been breaking, record, eh, breaking records, not by just small margins, but by enormous margins. And it's not uh, confined to just Europe, like last year, for example, in Canada, uh, the record-breaking heat dome there. We've also had intense heat in Japan over the last couple of months, which was shattering uh, long-standing and very significant records. So it's not just Europe. We're seeing a lot of heat records tumble across the world. We are seeing cooler weather, for example, in the Southern Hemisphere. It is a La Nina uh, condition at the moment. So Australia has been seeing record rainfall. It's been quite cold there. Also New Zealand, for example. But the, the main emphasis is that there are far greater number of heat records falling compared to any of these localized cold records. And this is all part of uh, anthropogenic climate change. Mm. So uh, why are people finding it so difficult to cope? So places like the UK, uh, for example, or northern France, so far away from the Mediterranean, we just don't have the same infrastructure as those places that typically get well into the 40s, for example. So a 40 degree heat is not the same here, like in London, than it would be in the south of Spain. Like the buildings that we live in just don't cool down the same. They're not built with the heat in mind. Places down in the Mediterranean are far more equipped and, and they build mm. literally everything from not just the houses, but the roads, the rail, everything, the infrastructure is built to withstand that heat. Only about 0.5% of houses in this country have air conditioning, which is okay. a tiny amount. So basically, everybody doesn't have access to the respite that we need. Mm. Thanks for that explanation, Scott Duncan, meteorologist in London. And in sweltering Berlin, delegations from around 40 countries have convened to confront the climate crisis. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi are set to address the forum known as the Petersburg Climate Dialogue. It's meant to set the stage for the bigger climate conference, the United Nations COP27, taking place in Egypt in November. On Monday, German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock said countries need to redouble their efforts to hit climate targets. All of us from the Pacific Island to the Sahel to Europe know climate is the most important challenge of our time because it threatens the lives of millions of people. It threatens our peace and stability order worldwide. It is the most serious international security issue of our time. DW political correspondent Nina Haza is at the German Foreign Ministry where that meeting is taking place. And Nina, just tell us, you know, the, the host country itself, Germany, what is it doing to tackle the climate crisis and is it seen as enough? Well, that's precisely the point. Some countries are now beginning to say Germany is not doing enough. And that is, of course, against the backdrop of Russia's war against Ukraine, because Germany, like many other countries, is now frantically looking for short-term solutions because Germany is very heavily dependent on Russian energy supplies. And so the government had set out to be one that is going to step up the fight against the climate crisis, but now is potentially seeing a lack of energy supplies 
supply because of its dependency on Russian energy. So the Chancellor is traveling around the world trying to get um, short-term supply solutions. For example, in uh, Senegal, in May, he said that uh, Germany would potentially be open to support Senegal in terms of gas explorations. Germany has also announced that it's going to extend its coal power plants, and that is something that the government had already announced will, would be phased out eventually. So many people are questioning whether the era of fossil fuels really is over. And of course, some people, especially in the global south, are saying if Germany is not doing everything it can to put everything into renewables, how can they expect us to do it? So there's a lot of mistrust here uh, coming from the global south towards countries uh, in the richer north, also including Germany. And against that backdrop, Nina, uh, what are the concrete aims of this meeting in particular? And can we expect to see any progress? Well, it is the first time that this dialogue is actually being held in the Foreign Office. So Annalena Baerbock, the Foreign Minister from the Greens, has made it very clear that she sees the fight against the climate crisis as the biggest crisis in terms of international security because of all its implications on other areas, on refugees, on migration, etc. So this is something where she says it is vital that uh, all the ministers have to get, get together to prepare the next big climate conference in November so that they can put pressure on each other so that more can be done. TW political correspondent Ina Haza, thank you.